This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. I just want to welcome everyone. This is Alana Willifee. My program is called Body Matters. And I hope you all had a fantastic week. Um, Time is going by so quickly. It's almost the end of the year. I can't believe it. Um, But today I don't have a, a special guest with me. And I just felt I wanted to chat about intimacy with God. This is something that God has been laying on my heart. You know, in the times that we're living in, you know, we're all busy running around doing things. We've got kids, we've got a lot of activities, but you know, it's time when we need to just get so filled with the spirit again. Um, You know, sometimes we're running on empty and we need to get back to that time where we can actually just sit you know, with God, just say, Lord, what do you want to say to me? And just to get to that point where we can connect with him and spend time with him. So today I'm going to be talking about intimacy with God. How do we connect with him? Ways in which we can connect with him and how do we hear his voice? And I just want to read from James 4 verse 8, which says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. So, you know, how can we build a relationship with the Lord or hear his voice? You know, if we're not spending time in his presence and as believers, it's not only good for us to press into God, you know, when when there's times of trouble, but also to have a continuous relationship with him. You know, the Lord says, abide in me as I abide in you. And it goes on and says, without me, I can do nothing. You know, without God, we cannot do anything. You know, in our own strength, we are nothing. We're not capable. We are so weak. And without God's help, without um, Him, you know, we can't really accomplish anything. And if we look at Jesus, you know, Jesus used to go up to the mountain early in the morning and He would spend time with His Father. And He says, I only do what my Father does. And we need to spend time with Jesus. We need to ask God, what is it? What do you want me to do for this day, God? How do I handle this situation? Um, You know, it's only within him, with his presence, hearing his voice, listening to him, um, that we can be obedient to him. So, you know, as believers, we should press into him, not just when there's times of trouble, but, you know, we need to have an ongoing relationship with him because Christianity is built on relationship. So if we think about human relationships and how we interact with one another on a regular basis, it's all about communication, which involves, as I said, listening and talking and setting, you know, getting to know each other. You know, and when we spend time with each other, you know, we get to know each other intimately. You know, God knows you intimately. He knows every hair on your head. You know, he knows every thought that you think. He knows you. And we should get to know God. You know, sometimes I think, you know, when... When I chat to God or sometimes God will give me a scripture or something or I'll see something and I'll know that's God. I know what he's trying to tell me because God knows the way I think 
and he talks to me the way I can understand him. And that is not not the way that, um, you know, he would speak to someone else. You know, sometimes it's strange to be intimate with someone that seems invisible. You know, but the Lord will always reveal himself to us in such a way that we cannot say that he is truly alive. You know, he speaks to us through his word. He speaks to us through nature. He speaks to us in so many ways. He's always talking to us. But are we always listening to him? And that's the thing. Do we listen to him? You know, God wants to reveal himself. He wants um, us to, to hear his voice. You know, it's out of a place of intimacy. You know, that that we can be effective for God's kingdom. So it's out of a place of intimacy, miracles can happen. You know, when we're intimate with God, he will tell us things about other people that we can share with them. And so it all it all starts with a relationship. The more time we spend with him, the more we will recognize God's voice. And, you know, in times of trouble, we will know this is God. We'll be able to recognize and distinguish God's voice you know, above the enemy's voice. And, you know, he will speak to us in unique ways, like I said, that only me and you will understand. You know, God also has a sense of humor. And if we get to know him well enough, we might even have a good chuckle with him. You know, God is just wants to be with us. It says God is Emmanuel. God is always with us. God with us. You know, he lives within us. And he wants to. We were created for fellowship. And um, God wants to be part of everything in our lives. Everything. You know, the smallest detail. You know, sometimes I go to the shop and I'm always talking. I'm saying, God, do I need to get this? Just help me with my shopping. You know, Lord, my day is consumed today. I've got so many things to do. Help me to do it. And, you know, the Holy Spirit is our helper. And when we pray out and call out to God, the Holy Spirit is there to assist us in in the smaller details. And you know when I find, when I spend intimate time with God first thing in the morning, you know that the rest of my day seems to run so much smoother. So let's draw near to God. You know, God says we need to draw, to, draw near to him first. And he will draw near to us. Um, because he wants to speak to us. He wants to show us things. And it's in Isaiah 55, 6, it says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. You see, it's never too late to draw near to God. And his hands is always open to receive us. Um, that we, you know, he wants to listen to us. He wants to comfort us. He wants to help us. So today, I just want to talk about the benefits of drawing near to God. How can we draw near to God and how do we hear his voice? And you may be listening to this message this morning or and you might think to yourself, you know what? I don't know. I feel so far from God. But you know what? It just takes that one step to step out and to draw near to him, and God will speak to you. He says he does hear our prayers. He wants to answer us. But it, we need to take that first step um, to be intimate with him. 
So let's take a short break and then after this we can chat about the importance of being intimate with God. Welcome back. If you've just tuned in, it's Alana Willy for you. And I'm chatting about intimacy with God. What are the benefits of drawing near to Him? So I want to touch on that right now. Why is it important to be intimate with God? Now, firstly, God desires to be intimate with us. God created us with the intention to fellowship with us on this earth from the beginning of time. But you see, because of the fall of man, that intimacy was broken. And God has now reconciled us to him through his son, Jesus, and by his spirit that resides within us. You see, intimacy with God is when we move from the natural into the supernatural. You know, when we've got Christ in us, we've got the Spirit of God in us, and we have the mind of Christ. And when we, when we, when we become intimate with Him, it's when we experience God and get a glimpse or a revelation of what God's heart is for us that we would normally not perceive in the natural. You know, it takes time to sit down, make time, and to press into His presence. You see, it is in our God encounter moments that God reveals himself to us and disposits things in our spirit. It's like having a knowing or a reassurance of something or an answer to our prayers. You know, the more time we spend with him, as I said earlier on, we will recognize his voice. And in John 10, 27, it says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them. And they follow me. You see, when we experience God and hear his voice, we can obey him. You know, it's obedience, obedience to God. He wants to show us things, tell us things. And when we can hear his voice clearly and we can obey him, we will become effective in his kingdom. You see, in spending time with him, we will receive wisdom, understanding, guidance, renewed strength, increase of faith, deliverance, truth, spiritual growth, maturity, joy, peace, and also the increase of the fruits of the Spirit. You see, when we spend time with God, He reveals things to us to, that, that is to come. You see, we, when we ask the Holy Spirit to help and guide us, in all truth, let me just read John sixteen thirteen that says, But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. You see, we've got the spirit of God in us. It's because God's spirit is in us that we are connected to God. You know, we or have the ability to hear God because we've got his mind. We, we've got the ability to know the will of God because we've got the mind of Christ. You see, God speaks to us through his spirit. And it says his spirit will reveal things to us to come. You know, those people who prophesy, who, 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 um, who can speak, who can prophesy, who's got that gift to prophesy, they are in tune with the Spirit because the Spirit says, I'll show you things to come. You see, God wants to reward us also. And 
I want to read Hebrews eleven six. It says, But without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a reward of those who seek him diligently. So when we seek the Lord, when we spend time with him, and we seek him, and we pray, and we ask him, ask him for things, it says he is a rewarder of those who seek him diligently. He wants to answer our prayers. He wants to give it to us. And in Psalm 37 verse 4, it says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, how can you delight yourself in the Lord? It's by spending time with God. It's by praising him, worshiping him, um, you know, communicating with him. Um, and that is how we can delight ourselves in the Lord. And God wants to give us the things that we are asking him for. And as I said earlier on, Jesus was our example of being, int of being intimate with his father. He went up to the mountain. He spent time with God. And in Matthew 14, 23, it says, He went up to the mountainside by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. You see, Jesus sought time alone with his father. And he said, there was a scripture that said, and he only did what he heard his father tell him to do. And that all starts with a relationship. You know, I think about Jesus going up on the mountaintop and God revealing to him already those things for the next day, the things that he had to prepare for. You know, God knew who Jesus was going to meet, what miracle was going to take place. And Jesus says, I only did what I heard my father say I must do. And if we have to be intimate with the Lord, the Lord will already guide us and show us what lies ahead, how to handle the situation. And it says, lay your plans before the Lord and you will succeed. You know, God will guide you every step of the way when you submit your day, your plans for that day to him. So how can we be intimate with the Lord? So as I said earlier on, let's look at human relationships. You know, it's about communication, which involves talking and listening. You know, sometimes when we, and I know about myself, you're so busy. We just pray all the time, but we never ever sit down sometimes to take the time to listen. And I find that's the biggest thing. We don't listen and we miss it sometimes. We miss what God wants to tell us. You see, we should have a relationship with the Lord. It says when, you know, when we love someone, we're continually thinking about that person and we are aware of that person's presence. And I believe that we should strive to have that same relationship with Father God, to become aware of his presence. You know, God is speaking to us all the time. And the thing is, we're not always expectant. Sometimes we speak, but we don't expect to hear from God. And we should be expectant because the word says, I hear your praise. The Lord hears our praise. And he wants to speak to us. He wants to communicate with us. So the key for many of us, and even myself as I'm chatting about it, is to listen. The key is to listen. Another thing is, um, you know, so many people think, oh, 
you know, I have to speak to God in this way or that way, or um, I need to behave in a certain way. You know, God is not rest restricted to any time or place. You know, we can continually communicate with him no matter where we are, whether you're in the shopping mall, whether you're driving in the car, whether you, you don't have to, to have a certain way to speak. The Bible actually says, just speak in simple words, just, just say what's, what's on your mind, because the Lord knows already what you're going to say and what you're going to ask him before you even ask. So... You know, you, we can speak to the Lord and talk to him as a friend because he says, Jesus says he called himself our friend. You see, we don't need to be formal. We don't need to put on an accent or whatever. God knows us. He created us. You know, we can chat to him wherever we are. His spirit, Holy Spirit resides within us. And his spirit is with us all the time. You see, John 14, 16 says, And I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide within you forever. So God is with us. He is Emmanuel, meaning God is with us. So how can we connect with God? You know, what are the ways, the portals, the, the, the connection points where we can connect with the Lord? So the first step is, is that we need to take the first step towards intimacy. Because in James 4 verse 8, it says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. It doesn't say God will draw near to you, then you need to draw near to him. It says draw near to God, we need to draw near to him. And then he will draw near to us. And another um, example in Matthew 7 verse 7, it says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door shall be open unto you. And then in John fifteen seventeen, it says, If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask, and whatever you ask will be done for you. You see, we need to take the first step of drawing near to God. You know, God is waiting for us. He's a gentleman. He will not force himself on you, but he wants us to take that step of intimacy. Sometimes we need to isolate ourselves. You know, when we want to spend time with God, we need to go and put time aside for him. You know, we live in a, in a busy world, you know, and sometimes even for myself, you know, I might be praying and then your phone goes off and you quickly want to look at the message. There's so much distraction. There's so many things going on around us. But there's a time when we need to isolate ourselves. Where we, and, and Matthew 6 verse 6 says, but when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done will reward you. You see, we need to also be expectant that God will talk to us and hear our prayers. So when we pray, we need to be expectant. And that is to believe. And it says in Matthew 21, 22, it says, And everything you shall ask in prayer, believe, and you shall receive. And that is an important key when we go and we pray to God. 
you know, we're praying, we're putting our requests out there. We, we, we're asking him, Lord, this is our needs. This is what we want. And I also want to say it's important when we spend time with God, it says, enter my gates with praise giving. You see, sometimes we want to seek the hand of God, but we're not prepared to, to seek him. And I know most of us, we've got so many needs, there's so many things going on. And sometimes it's just a time where we should, as the word says, enter my gates with praise giving, where before we come into his presence, let's, let's just praise him, praise God for who he is, give him all honor and glory, you know, and then say, Lord, this is, this is what I need and thank him. You know, there's that scripture that goes, be anxious for nothing, but in prayer and supplication, lay your request before the Lord. So lay your request before the Lord. And then it says, give thanks. Give thanks. So what, what, what is that scripture saying? Lay your request before the Lord. And then thank him that he's going to do it for you. And then it says, his peace that, that, that surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts and mind. You see, there's a ways in which we can enter God's um, presence. And that is we can put on praise and worship music, first of all, to connect to God. And that scripture says in, in Psalm 100 verse 4, it says, you enter God's gates with praise giving and his courts with praise. You know, sometimes we don't even know what to pray for. I don't know if you've ever come to a point where, you know, you're, there's just so much going on. You don't know where to start. You don't know what to say. You just, you're just so overwhelmed. And, you know, the spirit knows. It says the spirit knows what we need to pray for, even when we don't. So praying in the spirit should be part of our daily lives. Just pray in the Spirit. If you don't know what to say, if you're just overwhelmed, just say, Lord, I'm just going to pray in the Spirit now. You know exactly what I need. And in Romans 8, 26, 7, it says, So in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through worthless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people, accordance with the will of God. You see, we don't always know the answers. God knows the answers. He knows sometimes what we pray for is not what we should be praying for. But when we give it to God, His will will prevail. He says, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts, says the Lord. But my words will not um, water the ground. It will not go, uh, it, it will not turn void until it accomplishes that which I set forth for it to do. You see, sometimes we pray for things, but sometimes it's not in line with God's word. But God knows our hearts and he will work all things out for his good. You see, when we spend time with the Lord, we could perhaps read the word of God and meditate on scriptures. You know, when, when you're trusting God for healing, you know, and you spending time with him, sometimes you can just meditate on, on his word, meditate on, on his scriptures, because the word of God is, it says, and he sent the word to heal us 
and deliver us from destruction. Who is the word of God? It's Jesus himself. He is the word. So when we meditate on the word of God constantly, we are building up our strength. We are speaking God's words over our lives. We are meditating on it. You know, sometimes when we are in God's presence, we can declare out loud the word of God over our circumstances. In Psalm 103, 20, it says, Bless the Lord, you his angels who excel in strength, who do his words, heeding the voice of his word. You know, when we pray according to the word of God, It says here in Psalm 103 that we put the angels to work. The angels are activated by the word of God. You know, so meditating, praying scripture is very powerful. And in Romans 14, 17, it says, Call those things which are not as they were, as if they were. You know, sometimes when we are praying, you know, it's good to go, first of all, And just to recap, to go in with praise giving, then lay your requests before the Lord. And then you need to thank him that he's going to do it. And sometimes when we do declarations, when we declare it as if it it is or it has already happened, we are taking what we are praying for and we're taking it onto the next level of faith. So we're declaring those things as if they've already come because faith is the substance of things hoped for. The things that we are hoping for, we need to declare it. We need to speak it out. We need to... um, Act on what we believe because the Lord says, whatever you ask from me, believe it. And part of believing it is to speak it, to claim it, to meditate on it. And then the word says, then it will be yours. Believe and you will receive. You know, we can spend time listening for his voice. Sometimes we just need to be quiet. Sometimes we just need to hear that small, still voice of the Lord, like Isaiah did. Sometimes we don't have to do anything but just sit in the presence of God and say, Lord, show me what you want to show me. And God will show you. He will because he wants to speak to you. It says if you draw near to him, he will draw near to you. He will reveal himself to you. You see, God wants to reveal himself to you. So let's take a short break and then we'll come back to how do we hear God's voice? How does he speak to us? Welcome back. If you've just tuned in, it's Alana Oilyfear with my program called Body Matters. And I've just been chatting about drawing near to God and ways in which we can draw near to him. And I just want to chat a little bit about how do we hear his voice? You know, God wants to speak to us all the time. He's actually, in actual fact, talking to us in many ways. And we need to be expectant of his voice. So one way in which the Lord can speak to us is through the word of God. You know, sometimes we can ask the Lord for something and we can get out our Bibles and we can say, Lord, speak to me through your word. And I don't know about you, but there's so many times when I have really like trusted God for something and I said, Lord, I, I need an answer now. 
and I would flip open my Bible and it would be so clear that the Lord is speaking to me. There will be just one scripture that will just stand out or feel like it's been highlighted. And then I'll know as I know this is the Lord. You know, sometimes it will bring clarity or revelation to our situation. You know, we may even be praying and the Holy Spirit will put um, a scripture in our hearts. He'll bring us in remembrance of a scripture. You know, sometimes, you know, that that is why it's so important to know the word of God, because sometimes we'll be praying for someone and then all of a sudden the Holy Spirit will just remind you of a scripture. And that is the word of God for that person that you're praying for. But if we don't know the word of God, then we, we you know, we will perish and um, we will not know at that time what it is that God wants to share with us. So the word of God is powerful. The Bible is powerful. In the word of God, there is everything that we need. Um, you know, everything. It's our. It's almost like a constitution of, of the kingdom of God. Everything that we need to know is in there. So we can really really ask God to give us a word in, in in time of need. And then secondly, we've got the Holy Spirit inside of us. And the Holy Spirit is the one that hears God's voice. Through the Spirit, we can hear God's voice. We have the mind of Christ. Sometimes the Lord gives us a nudge to do something or places a thought in our minds that we would never have thought of ourselves. You know, often the Lord speaks to me, um, you know, and I'm asking God for something and all of a sudden a word will come up that I I don't use that word. I've never used it before. And then I'll know, okay, this is from God. What about this word? Um, then I know this wasn't my thoughts. It's not me speaking to me. This is God um, trying to tell me something. So sometimes in, in your spirit, there's a knowing, you know, you will just know, okay, this is, there's, there's something, the Holy Spirit will reveal something to you. Um, and, I, and I've read this before in John 27, it says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give unto them eternal life that they shall not perish. You see, we need to get to a point that we can hear God so clearly that we may be led by the Spirit. It's through the Spirit, because of the Spirit, that we could hear God's voice. You know, God sometimes speaks through dreams and visions. You don't know how many times I God has given me a dream, and it's been a warning dream. And not everybody dreams. I must be honest, there's a, a few people that I've spoken to that said they never dream, or they dream, um, you know, now and then, but I dream all the time. And sometimes I know whether my dream is, you know, just the thoughts of the day, or but then there are dreams that really stand out. And I know, sure, when I wake up that morning, sure, that was, there was something about this dream. And normally if you journal that dream down, um, you would see that God is trying to tell you something or warn you about something. I remember having a dream once and um, I, I knew that I, yeah, it, it was a dream. I had a dream about a lady that I, that used to be my old um, neighbor. And in my dream, I saw her and she, her daughter 
she, in my dream, she, her daughter was at least about 21 years old. But in real life, her daughter was only, say, 17 years old. And in that dream, I told her that I was going overseas. And um, so, sure, I wrote that down and I forgot about it. And then about four years later, I bump into this lady and she tells me, you won't believe it, it's my daughter's birthday. She's just turned 20 or 21. And I was like, wow. And all of a sudden, the Lord reminded me that during that time that I was going to go overseas, and it was a week or two after that, that someone blessed me to go overseas. So God was giving me the timing and through the dream of when he would send me, and I actually went on a on a um on a Christian mission trip. And that already was confirmation that God was speaking to me through my dreams. He was telling me about the future. When this timing comes, you will go. So God does speak to us. He even speaks to us through visions. I mean, I had a vision the other day, and it wasn't a great vision, but I woke up the morning and I had this vision of dark clouds. And I thought, Lord, what's dark clouds? And I could see in my mind's eye these dark clouds. Now, vision is when you're awake. And all of a sudden, you see an image of something. And so in my vision, I'm, I see these dark clouds. And I was wondering, okay. And I know that many, many years ago when I was depressed, um, I spoke to the Lord. And it, I always said to him, it feels like I'm in a dark cloud. And so the Lord was warning me the other day of the spirit of oppression. And... Um, and I needed to take my thoughts captive. And that's what I knew the Lord was saying. You need to take your thoughts captive. Otherwise, you're going to open the door of the spirit of oppression. And so I needed to take my thoughts captive, bind that spirit of oppression and get out of it before I get consumed. You see, so God speaks to us all the time. And in Numbers 12, 6, it says, he says, Hear now my words. If there's a prophet among you, I, the Lord, shall make myself known to him in a vision. I shall speak to him in a dream. You know, so many people don't recognize dreams or visions, but the whole Bible is full of dreams. Joseph had a dream. Daniel had dreams. God spoke to so many people in the Bible through dreams, even, um, even through visions. And um, the Lord says, and he still speaks to us today through dreams and visions, because Joel 2.28 says, it will come about after this, that I will pour out my spirit on all mankind and your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream dreams. And your young men shall see visions. And I believe that we are in that time, um, that God is showing people. And there's so many people like in India and people in China that are, God is revealing himself to people through dreams. And it's so amazing um, how God is talking to people, people in places where, the, where Christianity cannot prevail. And God is so... So awesome, you know. So that is one way in which God speaks to us, dreams and visions, through his spirit, through his word, and often through peace. You know, often God speaks to us through peace. When you're 
doing something or you want to pursue something or whatever and you don't have peace, then you know, okay, you need to question it. You need to ask God, why don't I have peace? You see, often the enemy will bring fear and anxiety, but the voice of the Lord will always bring peace. And it says in Colossians 3.15, it says, And let the peace from Christ rule. Act as an umpire continually in your hearts, to which as one body you were also called, and be thankful. So God's peace is one way in which he speaks to us. If you don't have peace, then you know it's not from God. And we need to question that. There's so many times where I just, my kids wanted to go somewhere or we actually wanted to go um, somewhere. Um, and that was during a, a COVID period. And a friend of ours invited us to go over, said, no, come visit. And that's when, when we could still move around a bit and when there was a, a certain amount of people, you know, that you could have. And um, sure, I just lost my peace. And I, I said to my husband, I don't understand. I don't know. I don't think we should go. And he said, no, ma, let's go. Let's go. There's, it can't be anything wrong with going. And um, and then I just prayed about it. And I said, Lord, I don't have peace about going. And I, I don't know why, because I love them. I love spending time with them. And then I prayed about it. I said, Lord, if by tomorrow morning when I wake up, speak to my husband. If he says no, he doesn't feel like going then I'll know we need to cancel. And then funny enough, my husband, um, the next morning we woke up and he said, no, just, I've got so much work and there's so many things going on. I think we, we need to cancel. And I phoned them and I canceled and I said, look, um, I'm sorry, you know, um, but um, I think we should rather postpone it to another time. And it wasn't um, a week later when I spoke to the same person and they said they were so sick um, in the week, they um, didn't realize that they were had flu symptoms and they, they actually had COVID so badly that they were, you know, isolating. And I just realized that was God, again, protecting us. And that was because I didn't have peace. So let peace be your umpire. You know, God also speaks to us through people. You know, he speaks to us. Um, through our pastors, he speaks to us through um, through people. Sometimes it's not even godly people. Sometimes God will drop something in your spirit, and um, then you will know. Sure, there's a warning there, or someone will say to you, "Oh, don't buy that thing." You know, it gave me so much trouble, and maybe you will chat to someone else, and they will say. No, don't go to that place, go here. And you will pick up all the little nudges, you know. So in Proverbs 24, 6, it says, For by wise counsel you will wage your own war, and in a multitude of counselors there is safety. You know, sometimes we're struggling with problems and we can't resolve it on our own. And sometimes we need to chat to people about it. We need to get people that have a heart after God that we could share things with. And sometimes by just sharing, you know, people have got will 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 share with us what they feel and what they think, and out of that, you know, God speaks to us through people. We need to be open to that. God speaks to us also through prophecy. You know, sometimes you go to the church, you get a prophetic word, 
And, you know, prophecy, if, it's, if the prophet is a pure prophet, it will be a word from God. And that is God trying to tell you something. And it says in 1 Thessalonians 5.20, do not treat prophecies with contempt. You know, God can speak to you through a song. You know, I just want to share this short story, and I think I might have shared it so many times already on radio, but one day my my son was concerned about um, something, and I said to him, well, just pray, let's just pray about it. And he, it was something that was stressing him out, and I can't remember what he was little at that stage. It was a good couple of years ago. And um, he was sitting, and his dad took him somewhere, and as as his father put on, my husband put on the radio, the song came on, don't worry about a thing, because every little thing's going to be all right. And um, anyway, when he came home, <laughs> I said, how did it go? He said, no, everything was fine, mommy. And he said, God spoke to me. And I, and I said, yeah. He said, when daddy put on the radio, I heard these words, don't worry about a thing, every little thing's going to be all right. And I just smiled and I thought, wow, you know, sometimes God doesn't use Christian songs. He does. He does. But he can use anything if you are listening for his voice. You know, God could speak through a donkey and God could speak to, to you through so many ways. I mean, God has spoken to me through billboards to get my attention. One day I was standing in a mall many years ago. And I was on the lowest, on the lowest of my faith. And I, and I've shared this too. And I was so down and so out. I felt like giving up on everything, everything. I just said to God, I was standing in the mall. I was talking to him while I was waiting for my husband. And then we were doing shopping. And a, a girl walked past me as I was chatting to God. And on the back of her T-shirt, it said, keep the faith. And that words, just like. Thank you, Lord. You just spoke to me now. God was saying, don't give up. And someone might be listening here. Father God is saying to you, don't give up. Keep the faith. God will use anything to speak to you because he loves you. You see, the Lord, when he is giving you something, he will confirm it through so many people. So many people. He will send people to you. He will let people send you scriptures and WhatsApp message. Because God loves us. He wants to speak to us. And you know, sometimes the Lord is just quiet. You know, you're trusting God for an answer and he is so quiet. And you think God has forgotten about you. And I just want to say sometimes God has not forgotten about you. God has not forgotten about us. You know, sometimes we just, he's testing our faith to hold on, to wait for his perfect timing. God will answer us in his perfect, perfect timing. So I just want to end off today. And I, I just hope that somewhere along the line, something has really just ministered to your heart. You know, um, my dad was telling me the other day, um, he was reading, I think it was, he was sharing something. And then he said, um, the Lord misses you. And I want to tell you today that God misses you. He wants you to be intimate with him. He's longing for you. 
He's longing for you. You see, God is such a God of intimacy. He, he knows you. He knows every hair on your head. He knitted you in your mother's womb. He created you for himself. You know, sometimes we just carry on with our lives. We love the Lord. but, but and, and weeks go by, weeks, days go by when we don't make time for him. And we start running out on empty. We like running around without fuel. And it's burnout. And we're not resting. I want to say to you today, it doesn't matter where you're at. You might even tell me, Alana, you know what? I've given up. Maybe you felt like I felt in the mall. You just want to give up on everything. Give up on God. You might not be, say, Lord, I haven't heard from you. Not answering my prayers. You're not, um, you know, answering me. But I want to tell you today, don't give up. Don't give up. Keep the faith. Draw near to him. He will not disappoint you. He will answer you. Just keep on. It says knock. Keep on knocking. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open unto you. Just keep on keeping on. Don't give up. Don't stop praying. Keep on praying. Pray for your children. Pray for your husband. Pray for the lost. Pray, keep on praying. Never cease praying. God will come through for you in your circumstances, wherever you are. He does hear your prayers. And I want to encourage you today, draw near to him. Even if you don't know what to say, pray in tongues. Put on a praise and worship music. Close your eyes and say, Lord, Reveal yourself to me. What do you think about me? And God will show you because he loves you. So I just want to end off praying for you. Father, I just want to pray for every listener out there today who's hearing my voice. You know exactly what's going on in their minds, in their circumstances, in their thoughts. You know where they're at, Father. Lord, I pray that you will put a desire in their hearts to draw near to you, to seek you, Father, to not give up, Father, because you are faithful. You said you are faithful even when we are faithless. You are still faithful because you are true to your word. You never leave us. You said you'll never leave us nor forsake us, Father. I pray for every listener today, touch them. Holy Spirit, just touch them. Make them willing and able to obey you. Give them an excitement in their hearts to draw near to you, Father. Because without you, Father, we are nothing. We are nothing. We cannot do anything without you, God. Lord, I pray for those people who are calling out to you for breakthrough. I want to declare breakthrough over every situation that you are facing right now. For those, Lord, who are calling out for healing, I pray, Lord, that you will heal them and deliver them from any form of destruction, Father. For those of 
of those of you who are, are tired and weary, Father, you said you will come and renew our strength like that of an eagle's. Father, touch them. Touch them, Father. It's your heart to heal. It's your heart for breakthrough. It's your heart, Father, to give us the desires of our hearts, Father. So, Lord, I pray for every listener. You know everything concerning them. God, lift their spirits today. Touch them, Father. Let the joy of the Lord be their strength today. Deliver them from anything that is holding them back from drawing near to you. Every lie from Satan, I command you to leave in Jesus' name. Spirit of depression, oppression, sickness and disease, I command you to leave in the name of Jesus Christ. Over every listener hearing my voice, be healed in the name of Jesus. Father, touch them. Holy Spirit, touch every listener right now. Consume them with your fire. Consume them, Father, that they may be so radical and on fire for you, Lord, that you may work in them and through them. God, deliver them from evil. Shield them and protect them in Jesus' name. Amen. Unfortunately, it's the end of my program. And for those of you, I just pray that God will just touch your hearts, that God will give you renewed hope. And if this program has touched you and you want to be or get in contact with me, um, my email address is alana at kpulpit.co.za. Alana at kpulpit.co.za. I'd really love to hear from you. Um, you must have a great week. And yeah, I'll see you again next week at the same time. Um, looking forward to it. From me, Alana Willie, for you. Have a blessed week. Goodbye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.